Brilliance Audio presents the unabridged recording of Burn by Nevada Barr, performed by Joyce Bean. For my dearest Deb and Ed, whom I have loved since we were all young and magnificently foolish. Chapter One Shit, Blackie, this one's dead too. What are we going to do? The speaker, scarcely more than a boy, the lines cruelty would carve deep into his face, not yet showing more than petulance, looked with disgust into an aluminum cargo box half the size of a semi-trailer. His nose, high-bridged and straight, the only feature of his face that suggested an ancestry not devoted to the baser things, wrinkled at the stink, a stink not from the bodies or from the way they had died, but from the way they had lived for nineteen days. A jewel? Maybe more'n one. We get rid of them. Drops of water on the younger man's thick black hair glittered in the harbor lights like a cheap sequined hairnet. As his head pushed into the shadow of the shipping box, Blackie, fifty last birthday and made of hard muscles and hard times, turned away. For a second it had looked as if the head vanished and left the body standing stooped over by itself. Blackie didn't like magic, didn't like things that vanished or shifted or weren't what they seemed to be, things that couldn't be relied upon. Dougie, get your goddamn head out the box, he snapped. What you doing? Sniffing them? Jesus. Unoffended, Dougie did as he was told. What are we going to do? he asked again, sounding plaintive. Absurd burbling notes of Baba black sheep swam through the moisture-laden air. Blackie tensed, his eyes seeking and sharp with the keenness of the hunter, or the hunted. He wished the night were darker. Seattle's interminable drizzle caught the light from the quay and the streets above the docks, giving everything a shadowless glow, robbing the place of depth, reality. It's your cell phone, Dougie said helpfully. Fuck. Blackie fumbled the phone out of his jacket pocket and pawed it open, his blunt fingers clumsy as hooves on the tiny plastic cover. Yeah? Oh, hi, sweetie pie. A vicious glare at odds with a sugary voice abraded the smirk from Dougie's face. No, Laura, Daddy didn't forget. I thought you got to stay up late as all. Okay. Ready? Nighty night. Sleep tight and don't let the bedbugs bite. As he closed the phone, Dougie began his lament. What are we gonna? It was cut off by another few bars of the children's nursery song. Blackie's daughter liked to program the ring on his cell phone. He flipped it open again. Sweetie, he began, then trailed off. His flesh tightened over wide cheek and brow bones, drawing the rigid lines of a man in pain, or enthrall to someone who enjoyed the dark arts. Yeah, he said, and yeah, and clear. Putting the phone back in his pocket, he jerked his chin toward the freight container. Tom in the back of the van. We got another job. Dougie padded happily into the reeking darkness of the metal coffin. He knew Blackie's look, the freaky, frozen look, the other job would be better. It was way more fun when they weren't already dead.